we're all protecting you. We have, we have all protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? We you told us. Okay, I don't know. Don't, don't ever so bring so you guys around me. Let me tell you something. The only thing. If I want to see that, I would have wrote it. I'm not really sure what I've done to you, but I'm not Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hot and Bravo podcast, part of the Buttered Pop Network. It's Eddie Estrada here with my co-host. Matthew McFarland. How you doing, Eddie? I'm good. We want to apologize to everyone. We know this is a day late. <laughs> it's totally it's my fault. It's not going to be a dollar short, though. No. I, oh, my God. Were you, you've been waiting to use that one, haven't you? No, I have more things I want to oh, say. Jesus. I have a well, whole... Okay. You know me. Yes. Okay. <laughs> but it is my fault, y'all. I, I let my week get away from me. And we just did not have time to record it yesterday, but Eddie is wonderful and he rescheduled and it's early where he is right now. My afternoon is just beginning where I am. So thank you for rescheduling. And it was a great week. So I'm glad we get to still chat about it. It was a good week. And we do want to let you know that next week will be late as well. Yes. I know. And that's your fault. I know we try to get it out. Uh This will be my fault, you guys will know why. You'll know why next episode. But I... I, my thing is, is I really try to get this done. We try to get this done on Thursdays so that we're before bitch sesh because I feel like <laughs> yeah. I don't want people to think that we copy bitch sesh because and I didn't even listen to it that yet this week because I don't I even feel think like it's up yet. I don't think it's up takes. yet. Yeah. As of noon Eastern Standard okay. Time, I don't believe it's up. So we are in the clear. Because sometimes I listen to Bitch Sesh and I'm like, I don't want people to think we're copying them because they are saying the exact same moments and things that we're saying. Which we means, are, you know, we have the right takes. We are connected. We're on the... The four of us are connected. On the you cast. and Danielle, me and Casey, it's all connected. <laughs> okay, so before we get into Potomac and SLC and Beverly Hills this week, I want to talk... You didn't watch it because you had a very busy week with work and life and Oh, are New you York talking City. about the Vanderpump Rules for seven minutes? Yeah, I did not watch yes. that. <laughs> so please fill me in. I did. Because I need to be I filled did. in as well. So Vanderpump Rules starts next week. And I know some people are very like anti-VPR and they're like, ugh, whatever. Y'all get on the train. It's going to be a great season. I can't imagine it why people like are that gonna... anti-VPR. Like I understand like some people miss Dossie, but like the people that were just causing the same trouble over and over are gone. So maybe we'll get something new and something fresh. Like let's just, let's not knock it until we try it. It made me laugh because at the beginning, it's showing all the babies. Lala's drinking her baby's breast milk. Sheena's like asking her baby <laughs> what manicure. She's like, we could do like coffin or we could do like oval, like talking about the baby manicures. It <laughs> killed me. But then it cuts to Lisa and she's talking to the Toms and she's like, you know, everyone else had babies except for you two. And they go, well, you know, we tried, but you know, the pipes didn't work out. <laughs> like, oh you know, God. like saying Tom and Tom. It They're never going me. to grow up. They are truly all of the children of Neverland. Like they're never going to. I mean, mature. that's, that's LA. LA. Everyone just stays the same age and for they stay 21 until they're 85. <laughs> so you can grow up a little bit. Well, the big drama it looks like is that, um, well, Tom and Tom are opening up a new restaurant in Franklin village, which is just Franklin Avenue in Hollywood, kind of by the Scientology center. Oh Jesus. Well, what's the theme? Kind of area. It's like, it's going to be like a psychedelic oh kind my of God. situation. And they want to name it Schwartz and Sandy's, which Wait, Katie Maloney's like, that's a terrible name. It's or Sandoval's like, name. I love it. Just call it Bubba if you're going to call it anything. 
oh, but then, you know, Sandoval doesn't want that. But that's what the, the drama is going to be this season. It's going to be Tom Sandoval versus Katie. Oh, And 100%. Ariana kind of lays that out. That was right very evident in the trailer that we saw a few weeks ago. Yeah. And it looks like Raquel and Charlie are going to be the our two main servers at Sir, which was good to see them. Charlie is the new girl from last season right. who was the one who took took Jax to town. I love myself some Charlie. Yeah, I, I really like her. And I've, you know, I've turned the leaf on Raquel and she looks so cute and she's so sweet in this episode. Well, we need some and people to work at the restaurant because we have to stay connected to Sir somehow. It can't just be the fact that Lisa works there. So kudos well, to them. You know what was also awesome to hear is James is two years sober, but <laughs> Raquel reveals that. Yes, he's sober from alcohol, but he smokes weed every day. So he's California sober, much like oh Demi Lovato. Oh, my God. I hate the term California sober. I think that's Same. ridiculous. <laughs> okay. Well, you know what? More often than not, you know, marijuana subdues people, keeps them calm, keeps them on the level. So James probably isn't getting reactive and isn't yelling and screaming and, and yeah, going maybe on a rampage. Mellow him out a so, little bit. you know, we'll see. All will be revealed. Well, I'm excited for VPR next week. You know we'll be covering it. It's one of our shows that we will watch every single episode of. Oh, of I've been a fan of VPR. I wanted, you know, I wanted to work at Sir. I mean, I was gonna go apply for TomTom. It looks like they needed bartenders in this first episode, and well, I missed you my never chance. Know, but you know, you never know where life will take you. <laughs> you never know where life will take it. Isn't that right? Wink, 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 wink. Okay, so <laughs> let's um. Let's move on to Potomac. Let's start with Potomac oh, this okay, week. Oh, okay, great. It was a episode dominated by Candace and her mom. And, uh, oh, God. Just when I thought that Candace and her mom were on the mend and they were really making strides, I feel like this kind of, you know, one step forward, 15 steps back. <laughs> I mean, it's always going to be like that between those two. I mean, and I, I don't think Candace's mom really likes Chris that much. No, I don't think any man that. would be good enough for Candace in, you know, yeah. in Dot's eyes. But yeah, Dorothy was like ready to come for Chris yeah. and be like, he's not here. We'll get into the music video in a second, but let's hit all the rest of the stuff first. Well, thank God. Giselle's Grace, daughter. Yeah, thank God Grace got her freaking permit. I was worried that she was going to fail again, but she got it. But she cannot drive. I was going to say her in that <laughs> Gucci Fiat drive. almost hitting the cameraman multiple times. I was dying. I was like, I mean, I can't really talk because I got the maximum number wrong on my permit test. I got the maximum number wrong on my driver's test. I passed both times first try, but much like Grace, I don't know if I should be on the road. I mean, you've driven with me. Am I, am I that bad? No, because at least you're, you know, driving a defensively, but I mean, there are some times when I'm like, oh, my God, Eddie, drive the fucking speed limit. But, you know, I'd rather be safe than sorry, you know? So, no, at least you're not a maniac on the road. That would be worse. Yeah, you know, like someone I know who was told by a psychic medium, be careful on the road. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. I cannot confirm or deny that that is me. Okay. How do you feel about the candle drama? One wick versus three wick. One's for a powder room and one's for, you know, the entire house. I mean, that's the thing is I just don't think there really is any drama. I do think, again, we talked about this before, but I was surprised Karen didn't bring it up when Wendy brought hers up. But at the same time, I just feel like it's it's all like all is fair in love and war when it comes to Housewives merchandise and all of the you know product they want to, you know, schlock to everybody. So I think that that is not even going to be a blip between Wendy and 
Karen, but I did write at one point, Wendy, why are you doing this? Like, it just seems like her husband knows so much more about just getting a business off the ground than she does. He asks her perfectly reasonable questions and she doesn't have the answer. She doesn't have any answer. No. So I mean, I love Wendy. Don't get me wrong. But I do feel like she kind of just jumped into this because she, I mean, if you think about it, the pandemic just happened. Yeah. She's not teaching like she normally would. She's not doing all the same media, you know, corresponding that she's usually doing. She needs to have income. Well, the show's and she not also filming. definitely got bit by the influencer bug being on the show. Yes. A hundred percent. I mean, oh, and another person that I'm like, why are you doing this is Michael. Like watching Ashley try to talk to her family about the fact that Michael's getting into the movie business. You could just tell that she, even she's like, I don't know why we're doing this. I don't know why he's doing this. I can't believe I'm defending him. Like she couldn't keep a straight face the entire time. People need well, to stay in their lane family. and stick to what they're good at. You know what I mean? I, I just... mean, and we do we know what he's good at? Real estate. He can't run a restaurant. I don't think he's going to be able to make a movie. He, she And she's like, I'll work on him. I'll work with him on it because I'm going to be in the movie. Her, her uncle dad is like, come on. Like, <laughs> you need to think about this before dad. we do it. It's like her uncle dad. No. You know, 100%. she lives with them. Her dunkle. <laughs> <laughs> her dunkle <laughs> i hate that i hate never use the word dunkle again oh gosh but i did speaking of businesses i did like when robin was touring the facility with juan and juan was like and she was like i don't know if i want to make this step you know it's going to be a lot of money and juan's like you either go for it or you don't people who are successful in business pedal to the metal throw it against the wind and just go for it and if you don't do it nothing's ever going to come from it this and I think it was more him saying that not just about the business, but about life. Cause I feel like she's halfway in everything, halfway with the house, halfway with the business, halfway with life. And I feel like she needs to get over that hump. And he's kind of being like, if this is where you're going to put your energy, it would be great for you to just go for it. Cause it's going to get you out of bed. It's going to get you out of the house. It's going to wake you from this. Yeah. Month Cause you're going to have some purpose. And I really do so think I, she I, needs that in her life. And I love that he held firm in that, but I also love that she, brought up what her life coach and her were talking about where she was like, I do need sometimes for you just to be my cheerleader and be my support and not be so much my coach. And I loved how much yes. he received that too. He was like, you got it. Like I hear you and I I'll, I'll adjust. It was a great moment for the two of them. It gives me hope that they're going to get their act together and things are going to happen. AKA a wedding eventually. We'll but see. We'll, <laughs> yeah. We'll see again. I'm just, I'm we'll see. Fingers crossed holding my breath, but the real drama really was between Candace and Chris and Dorothy. Oh God. I mean, Candace in rehearsal for dance made me crack up. First of all, she just seemed a little out of it, but she, you know, held her own. She figured it out. Um, it, I just, Candace and Chris have to fight again about the shoot again. It just doesn't really ever yeah. stop. And then I love when the women show up to set and Candace isn't there. It just, it, yeah, it all just was set up so beautifully. I would say, honestly, I have to say the same thing. If I show up to a set and no one's there, I'm like, why am I the first? And the cars one there? aren't there. It's like, oh Jesus, you know, it's the director's not there, the manager's not there. I'd be like, is this real? I'd be like, just I'd be like, I'm gonna go sit in my car until I gotta do anything because this is a mess. Yeah, and I guess Chris was working, but like, and you need to take the jobs that you can, but know that you're doing the music video that day and either request the day off or be like, I have a hard out at X time. Cause I have to go work. You know what I mean? And I think it was fair of the girls to ask is Chris on the payroll? Because if he is, 
he should be here working, you know? I mean, the whole thing is really, I feel bad for everyone involved. I just don't think it's a good idea to have your spouse be your business partner in this way. I just think it's messy. No. I think it's complicated because I do think that Chris is working his ass off and doing everything he can and going above and beyond. And I think that Candace can be very needy. And I think she should hold her own on her own a little bit more to give him a little bit of a break. Cause it all sounds like he's working his butt off to keep an income coming in by teaching classes at the same time, if they're going to have this relationship, it needs to be professional and like think like yeah. accounts need to be set up. Things need to be signed and there needs to be boundaries. Like this is when you're my husband. This is when you're my manager. And it was, this was just a perfect example of why it's not working. And I would have been Mia too. I don't think Mia was being incredibly shady rude. or rude just no. by asking these questions. I think that Dorothy was the one being shady and she should know yes. better than to speak on this stuff after everything that she's been through with Candace. I love that when Karen just pulled Dorothy aside being like, no, shut up. If you're going to talk like your mic is on. Like, well, I, I died when Mia goes, is Chris on the payroll? And immediately Wendy and Escala are just like, I'm, I'm out walk straight away. And they're but like, then, we're not well, getting but I, this I didn't like the, how they immediately thought that it was Mia being, you know, malicious or, or vicious. And mm-hmm. I, but I also love that Giselle and Robin were like, these are great. Que- these are, these, is he? these are great questions. Like <laughs> I would love to know the answer to these questions. Like I would love to exactly. know. Oh, and what did, Oh God, what did Karen say in her interview? When Dorothy started talking to them and just started spilling the tea about what she thinks about Chris and Candace, I love when in her interview, when Karen was like, oh, no, please pass me by, oh, gentle savior. It <laughs> killed me. It was probably the, the line of the episode. I love that. No. And it looks like next week is going to be good because they're having the shady party. Uh, and Jesus. it looks like fists are going to be flying. Not in physically, but with their words. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I think – Mia is becoming my favorite person on this show. I thought she just really held Same. her own this episode. I'm glad that she was asking all these questions. I think she was being very fair. Uh, I can see the conflict between her and Wendy starting to kind of brew. And it's her and Candace that kind of get into that, that altercation where Mia throws the lettuce, right? Yes. Okay, well, that's probably going to be about this, I would imagine. Her talking to Dorothy about all this stuff. I but we'll we'll see. We'll I see. cannot wait. I mean, Potomac. Even though it felt like a little bit of a slower episode, I was like, it's over already. Kind of one of those episodes, but yeah, it flew by. It really did. It got some good groundwork, especially for next week, and I'm excited for next week. I mean, I just love Potomac. I think Potomac's great, and I think, like you said, with the casting of Mia, they really amplified themselves because I did not like Mia at the beginning. I will. I admit it. You heard me. I was like, I don't know about this girl. But that's why I'm with all new housewives. This is why I can never be on housewives because I'd be the one that's like, mm, I don't know about this new person because that's just how I am. Yeah, totally. Should we do uh, Salt Lake? Uh, let's do Salt Lake. First things yeah. I got to say, let's just talk about Mary's house and get out of the way because between th- the son's room, the dining room table with all of those thrones uh, and the, the green room. The fact that room, her son has a fridge in his bedroom is wild. Okay, I uh, no lie. I had a mini fridge in my room when I lived in Lawndale. Mini fridge I could understand. This was a full-fledged, like, vintage. Full fridge. With Gucci yeah. sheets. The Gucci sheets killed me, too. But all he has in it is water and milk. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I can't. Know. He's I can't, a weird kid. I can't Poor be. kid. I feel bad for him. My mini fridge had water and face masks. That's all that was in my fridge. <laughs> Because I would cool my face masks before putting them on. So it was just, you know, I could pull out of the fridge. But she definitely needs to get her house redone. But the way that she was talking about 
the contractor cousin and she's like you know it's family he's a terrible contractor it's gonna take five years to get it done but like you know it's family i'm like mary she just she ceases to surprise me i just love her one minute she's like a crazy cult leader the next she's just like this like eccentric housewife odd like eccentric housewife like yeah i just because do we talk about the fact that like when she was telling her cousin that like her only advice to her son was if you smell fish run. Oh my gosh. It's not supposed to smell like that down there. That's not, uh, something's not right. That's this is what I'm saying. Like out of left field. I, uh, I just can't. All right. So okay, let's just cut to Brooks and Meredith. I know. I, okay. I know we're on the different sides of this, but I, and I think maybe I will be kinder to them if they don't speak with just this fake vocal fry for everything that they say. But Meredith and oh Brooke my God. both only talk like this about everything. And it's just too much for me. I can't do it. I really can't. <laughs> Clearly, you're, you're, you're feeling very heated about it my thing is like no one's voice sounds like that i mean the kardashians did that inflection on their voice to do the california little thing and so to hear this woman from this like 45 year old woman from salt lake city being like i'm meredith and this is how i talk it's like enunciate (laughs) speak your words and maybe your son wouldn't be a sissy bitch as well oh my god uh you really do not like the the Brooks Marks brand or family. No, whatsoever. I just my thing about Meredith. Even okay, even Seth was like, okay, I don't care. Like you sound crazy. Like yes, yes, I I, I agree that she's going off the deep end, especially when they keep sh- showing the same screenshot over and over of the same stuff. I'm sorry. How many articles came out after the first episode or two of Housewives of Salt Lake City saying pure to praise the first gay how like openly gay house kid on Bravo and there was all these articles about them. It wasn't Jen outing Brooks at all. Brooks outed himself on the show and he wasn't arguing with any of the argu- the articles that were coming out. This was like heavily reported and now she's trying to be like, "Well, he's still figuring it out as a way to basically attack Jen." I'm sorry. I know Jen is the villain of this season and we are going to agree on that. But I also am really not liking Meredith because I'm like, you're inventing something out of nothing because you think it's going to, it almost is like if I, you know, support my son because he's gay and I go after Jen because of that, people are going to like me because, you know, I'm standing with the LGBT community. Whereas like it almost seems fake and manufactured where I'm like, yes, you can support your son and be, you know, a champion for the LGBTQIA plus community. But at the same time, understand that like Brooks is out at this point. And there's been articles from a million people and it's not just one caption on an Instagram. It just, it's the things that were said were not homophobic. They were not mean. And she's trying to be like, you outed my son. Jen never outed Brooks. I am sorry to say that it's case in point. Yeah, I'm looking forward to next week when the two of them sort of finally are face-to-face and they hash things out because once they're in front of each other, I just want to hear both of them and their perspectives on who said what and when when each thing was said, just so I'm clear on everything because I still don't understand what the hell is going on, and then I'll, I'll feel like I could actually have an opinion on it because I honestly don't because, again, I just – they keep showing the same screenshots and – each of them keeps saying the same thing and they're not lining up. So I'm excited to see them get face to face and 
let's see what actually comes to light. Where to go now on Salt Lake? What else do we need to talk about? Um, Stuart was on camera, and that was shocking to see because I didn't think he was going to be her Jen's first assistant when they're talking about some CBD deal that she's supposed to be getting. It's so funny he I, that you mentioned that because he looks just panicked mm-hmm. and scared. And I feel like he was talking about money and like how much did all of this cost? And at this point he knows that like the end is near. Also, there's been stuff coming out about Jen, which also I don't like. And it's, she evidently is outing people on her team. And the rumor is that she's outing Stuart. And she said something like, yeah, no one who works for Jen Shaw can be straight. Evidently hinting that Stuart may be gay. Well, don't we already know that? No, he's evidently married with, like, has a family. Oh, I, and maybe I shouldn't have, but I assumed that he was. Yeah, and so that's now a big issue, which everyone's like, ugh. Did you, before we, you brought up Whitney, and before we get into the rest of this episode, have you seen the tweets that Mary Cosby has written about Whitney Rose? No. You know me, I'm on social media, so I haven't seen it. I know you're not. So I... I don't know. You could have seen it on a, on a news thing, but there was a series of four tweets and I'm going to read them to you right now. They were all around six o'clock and seven o'clock on the 23rd. So literally they just happened. She goes, you are such a liar. Whitney Rose, you know, you don't talk to me with your bobblehead. Humble yourself. Whitney Rose. I didn't know you will flat out lie. You are a disturbing to me. You just lie on me. You know, we don't talk. What do I have to talk to you about? You're not a friend to no one, especially me. This girl is so hungry. How dare you speak on me? We are not friends and we will never be. And I don't even know what this is. She's so fake. I can't. Whitney Rose is being so hungry with her lying self. She knows she is not that girl who puts a fire out. She can't put out on her own. Yes, she's racist. I said it racist like her cousin. She's talking like she knows me. She has no backbone. She's not real. So fake. I can't. And I think this, this is was Mary when, going off on Twitter. This is Mary Cosby going off on Twitter, which the cousin wow. she's talking about is Heather. Cause she's already said Heather's a racist. And this is now what, remember they were talking when they were doing the whole um, shopping together. Right. Which makes me think that this reunion, these ladies are not getting along. I really feel like there is a heavy no, divide in this group. Huge rifts all throughout the group. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, have to say, Jenny, being a being a, being a wedding singer, the I, I honestly <laughs> the only thing I really wrote about Jenny this entire episode was Jenny's kind of boring. I hate to say it. She, Her daughter so the far star. is not really giving it to me. Yeah, exactly. But that's that's the problem. I, I don't know about Jenny. I mean, again, she has the entire season to prove me wrong. But I I'm wondering why they gave this woman a snowflake because she's kind of not bringing it for me right now she might pick it up we'll see i'm sure she's going to be part of the, the part of the drama but i mean and basically the only other thing is heather and jen i was very much on whitney's you know side where i'm like you got to be really careful around jen she's gonna you know you said it yourself heather you love the friendship juice and she's just gonna lure you back in and basically jen did um they had the same argument that they had at the reunion and nothing got resolved and they're just gonna kind of just like sweep it under the rug and keep moving forward I think this is how Heather has a bad second season. I don't think Heather's going to be say or do anything particularly wrong, but I think she's just going to stand by a friend that she shouldn't be standing by. 
And I think that that was evident last week at the Watch What Happens Live when she was kind mm-hmm. of saying that, ah, when Jen told me about her business, it sounded fishy to me, but I'm just trying to be a good friend and support her. I think fans are going to turn on her with this. I agree. So is she better? I, You know, that the friendship churro better be worth it, girl. I don't know. The churro. Oh, my God. When they put she put the churros in the fire, now, I was like, f- I don't know what that was about. They, oh. they <laughs> Stupid. Dear Lord. I, you know me. I was like, you're ruining a perfectly good churro for me right now. And that made me mad. I I do have to say, I think my LOL moment of the whole episode was when Whitney was simulating sex and how it used to be and how it is now with her husband. And she was full, like, on her hands and knees, like, making noises. Unbelievable. It was amazing. I was like, okay, Whitney, like, you know exactly what you're doing here. And this is wild. But I love it. I mean, I love her for that because she's just, she's, what, like, 35 years old maybe not even and she's just living her best life on this show just doing whatever the hell she wants she's and it's being like honest and amazing it like it is i love it making it making the mormons blush truly all right should we get to beverly hills yes which honestly basically was just a kyle and kathy richards comedy hour it was literally yes. like a i love lucy episode with kyle and kathy I, it was pure comedy. I wrote that note all like multiple times. Pure comedy, pure comedy. So good. Well, it had started off when she was like, is it, I left my purse in your house. <laughs> Kyle keeps bringing up purses and she's like, is this the purse? She goes, well, that's one of them, but it's the one with the KH. I brought it to your house. It has my phone in it and it's back at Kathy's house. It's not even at Kyle's house. I was like, oh my goodness. How does, I mean, this woman doesn't have to do anything for herself, obviously, for the fact that she could just leave a bag with her phone at her home and completely go to her sister's house across town to go to San Diego. It just made me laugh. I just love that she was like, it, w- it was a little bit of like a who's on first. Yes. Because it was like, oh, I need my purse. Which one? Oh, the one that I brought into your house. Wait, what are you talking about? I don't think you brought a person. Oh, no, it has my phone. Well, you know what? Call the woman. She can get it. The, wait, the who? That lady. Whose lady? The lady that works at my house. It's like, it's just, it was ridiculous. Also, and that lady. They pulled, like, she doesn't know I the love name. they drove all the way to Sunset and the 405 and, like, met up with that lady and picked it up. Like, the mysterious lady that we will never know who it was. It it was so, they need, I, again, I, I also wrote Kyle and Kathy need their own show. It was just amazing. Honestly, if I if we could get a show with the Richard sis- sisters, I'd be happy. And I think Kathy and Kyle, I mean, I want to see Kathy and Kim interact. I want to see that dynamic. Because, you know, that those two alone in a room are going to be Cheech and Chong, Tweedledee, Tweedledum, having (laughs) the fun, hilarious time that we know that they'll have. Oh, 100%. Um, I loved Kathy chasing birds on the beach. Uh, I just, oh, she just was so good this episode. I cracked up when she was like, I'm doing a sound bath. And the reason I'm doing a sound bath is because of Kim Kardashian. I did a sound bath at her <laughs> baby sh- And it was the most amazing thing, which I love a good sound bath. And let me tell you, it is okay if you fall asleep during a sound bath. That is like, first of all, normal. And it's sometimes encouraged because that's your body like relaxing to a point where it's like, true meditation it's not like you're really sleeping either you're like in a twilight zone i've done a few sound baths and i'm not surprised not surprising my favorite one was i did like a yin yoga which is like a restorative stretching yoga and we did it and we just sat in poses for like long periods of time and just had this like sound bath and i fell asleep in the class like not i went to this twilight zone (laughs) and i felt bad and i apologized after and the guy was like no that's kind of supposed to happen your body's just like 
relaxing to a point where it's okay. Cause you can fall asleep during meditation. That's okay. You know what I mean? It's, you don't have to be awake. There's no right way or wrong way. It's so peace. funny. Actually, I can't remember why I wrote this, but I'm, I'm, I scroll down to the, the sound, uh, the sound bathing section of my notes. And I wrote Eddie sound bathing and just wrote like the laughing, crying emoji. <laughs> and I don't know why I think it was, you would do this for a living. Like you would be a sound bathing, like instructor oh and counselor. And you know, I would I just, not be I, a sound bath instructor. I just feel like I could see that for you. So I was like, I have to write that down and mention it on the pod. Well, also oh, the waking up me. jarred like Kathy Hilton is also very me. You know me. It, I don't wake up without oh, a scream. You mean screaming in the middle of the night to no one. Yeah. That's very, you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. I have to say it. And this is off obviously because I just don't like Sutton very much, but do I believe the yes? Of course. I think her ankle is all messed up. Oh it's my gosh. Bruised. Are you it's saying she allegedly broken. hurt her no. ankle? No, no, no. <laughs> it's clearly sprained. Like, obviously, like I'm not denying that, but I'm just saying I know her and I'm sure she's like, Oh, thank God. Like I, I know my foot fucking hurts, but like no one's going to be mean to the sprained ankle girl. Like I'm with, this is going to be my ace in the hole this week. Like this weekend on this trip, like I, no one's going to pick on me. And if they do, I, I will have the strength of like my, broken ankle like she you knew she was thrilled she goes no one's gonna pick on the girl with the broken ankle once she had the wheelchair i was like it's over it's over like no one is gonna say a word to her but but i also just it was so funny to me at the pop-up picnic and i'm pretty sure it was the pop-up picnic uh that kathy put together when erica's bringing up tom again and of course when things get repeated back to her she goes oh well allegedly which just throws a wrench in. Yeah. But I understand why she has to say allegedly because she's getting the information from Tom and other people and she's ongoing legal battle. If this is going to be brought up in the case, she can't say this is fact. Well, and, that- I, and I think she, and I, again, the, I, the more and more I watch her talk about it, the more I go, yeah, I think that she thinks that what Tom slash the lawyers are telling her is the truth. True. Yeah. I think she's like, or I don't, I slash she doesn't know what to believe. And she's just like, I'm just going to do what I've done my entire married life. And that's listen to Tom and the lawyers. Yeah. I, I, which is not, I'm not saying that's right, but I think that's just where her brain is at. And I think she got, uh, she had different language this time talking about stuff. It made more sense about not wanting to get the surgery because he had a traumatic brain injury. That is a hundred percent valid if you've had like a concussion or a brain injury or something like that they're not going to put you under under anesthesia because there's a chance you won't wake up and especially at his age i think that's a fair call i'm with dorit on that i think it makes sense it's not oh no absolutely it a just, lie for erica's sake it just sucks that her answers weren't you know clearer more concise mm-hmm. earlier on because again it makes it harder for people to understand or believe it gives sutton's you know position more clout it's just it's just messy what also cracked me up though later is when they were all having dinner i think this was later i think this was when sutton joined them because sutton couldn't come to the papa picnic because of her ankle but i love when they're like going around and i think herself says she's happy and someone else says they're feeling good and then erica just goes i'm fearful i'm fearful and then and then, and then lisa's face is just like oh well there you go at lisa's face was like oh well that just killed the moment i like Thank you Kathy. so much i'm anxious <laughs> 
Yeah, Kathy, okay, Kathy showed, not only did she show her brilliant comedic Lucille Ball chops, but also Kathy showed us that she's the secret sniper potster. Mm-hmm. She's like, well, I just feel anxious. I feel anxious because there's a lot of unresolved uh, issues here in the group, and I think that we should all sit down right here, right, uh, right here, right now, and we should have a conversation. It's just, she's learning, and I'm really thrilled to see it, that Kathy is, like, coming into her own as, like, no, I can produce. I can be a producer on the show. I can do my Lisa Rinna duty here. It was I, really, really great. I have to say, this. we'll talk about the dinner in full because I want to talk about the dinner, but being an hour late to dinner is unacceptable. Oh my God, fucking Especially insane. if you're hosting. Insane. I was mad. I was I not because been... Kathy and Kyle were giving us gold. But if, if I had been like one of the ladies, oh, I would have been pissed. As a viewer? Oh, I mean, thrilled. watching it, I was like, it's fine because they're like, I forgot my phone. I forgot my mask. What time is it? We're sp- the, when Kathy <laughs> goes... Oh, we have to get down to the dinner. And Lisa or Kyle goes, well, what time's the dinner? And Kathy goes eight. And on the bottom, it shoots eight seventeen. They're already over 15 minutes late to the dinner <laughs> and they're not even ready. Oh my and God. I mean, true. If you say eight o'clock in Los Angeles, that means eight thirty, eight forty five. I get that. I do like but a 15 not, minute. Yeah. I do, like a, I do like an eight. I do a 15 minutes thing where if it's at seven, I'll say 15, seven 20. I'll, I'll stroll in. Yeah. You know me. I'm like 705. Hi, I'm here. I'm Lisa Renna. I'm on time. I got to be there. I don't want to be the one that's like, I mean, Garcelle was the first one there, I think. Right? No. No, it was uh, Crystal. Crystal was. Crystal was the first one there. Yeah. Because um, Garcelle had to bring in <laughs> Sutton on the wheelchair, which made me laugh. She's like, your mothering skills are great. And <laughs> Garcelle's like, I want a Birkin. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to talk about, before we get into Erica versus Sutton. I want to talk about Garcelle really quick because I it made me mad almost that she had to explain herself in this way about why she doesn't feel part of this group. Obviously, she's the only black woman in this group. Obviously, she's in Los Angeles in this community that is predominantly white, rich white women. And the industry that she's in, it's really not as diverse as we like to think it is. It's really not diverse it's kind of one person and for her to have to express that to these ladies and be like every single day every moment of my life I feel like I don't belong and by you guys not supporting me and understanding what I'm saying in these moments just furthers that feeling and it's hard to be in this friend group with people I consider friends and still feel like I don't belong because no one is there supporting me And she's like, have you ever felt that? And Kathy goes, yes. And she goes, well, try every day of your life. Because I do feel like these women are like, well, I have moments where I don't feel like I belong. You know, it's imposter syndrome, blah, 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 blah. But what Garcelle is going through is so different than that. You know what I mean? Like it, it, and it was, it was hard for me to watch and realize none of these women are getting it. None of these women could sit here and be like, it's because you're black. And I'm sorry for not acknowledging that and understanding that you feel this way. I mean, they did after she told them, but it was like, does she really have to explain this to you guys? Like, is it, it just, it was frustrating for me. Totally. And Rena, come on, Rena. Like, Garcelle's not being a good, fr- I'm so over Rena trying to make a, this an issue between her and Garcelle. Garcelle is right. Rena, you're wrong. Apologize, grow up, and deal with yeah, it. Yeah, totally. It just, and it, when they all went and gave her a hug, it felt condescending. It felt like it was just performative. I don't know. I, <laughs> I, it just it rubbed me the wrong way this part of the episode but yeah it was a weird note to end on for sure <sighs> but let's talk about Erica and Sutton really quick first of all 
Erica seems so childish to me when she has arguments and she just goes, don't call me a liar. Don't call me a liar. And just as like short sentences, so curt and cold, it's like, yeah, it's, have a conversation. Yeah. Well, and I just, the, the, both of them, I just don't think are handling it very well. I don't know why Erica is just like, I don't know. I, it just, it was another ridiculous like argument for no reason. And I don't know why if I think Sutton sh- really should like pull her aside and be like, can we just talk one-on-one without the rest of them there? And let me just like, you know, explain everything full out. I don't know. I just trying to do it at a dinner table is just like enough. Yeah. It's, I mean, I loved Kathy going, the t- it's the toe with the camel's back. And they're like, no, that's not right. Yeah. <laughs> but- like, Thank you. But also it just, it's, it's so funny. Like she was the one that was like, I feel anxious because there's things that are unresolved here. But then she was like, Oh my God, it just keeps going in circles. Like some of these arguments just go in circles. It's like, you were the one that brought <laughs> brought it up. Kat. Brought it up. Kathy. I mean, she's learning, but like, yeah, but again, I, I just, just love her. I can't get mad at her. I I hate to say it. I'm team Sutton. And I mean, hey, and that's fine. Totally. I know. And, and, I, and I, 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 I can agree with things that she's saying, but just not like her and not be on her team. And, you know, that's just that. I get why she has a diamond this season. I think she's going to get a diamond again. There's next no season. way she couldn't have this I, season. She's giving she it to me. One. Yeah. Yeah. She, I mean, she's growing on me. I have to say watching her on watch what happens live also just makes me giggle. Like I like she's good. She's, she's gonna, I think she's going to grow on you much like Brooks has grown on me. I mean, he has very not. Little. Oh my God. Let it go. Okay, I'm trying to be like nice. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I said, well, I said we watched Dance with the stars and when I said, I was like, Oh, I'm, you know, I'm going to forgive Olivia Jade. And you're like, Olivia Jade and Brooks Marks are the same person. You can't support uh, yeah, Olivia Jade on. and not yeah, support you Brooks Marks. Have to do, and I was yeah. like, okay. So, so I'm supporting it, neither. Oh, of them. Okay. I was going to say, make a choice there, <laughs> sir. Thank you. I'm kidding. No, I, the Olivia Jade thing is, uh, again, it made me realize it's a parent's issue doing something to a kid that, you know, they're younger. Brooks is an adult. Olivia Jade was an adult. She was in high school, but it's their parents that we have to be mad at, not them. You know, they raise their children a certain 100%. way and it's and their, uh, their, these are the a product of their environment. You reap what you sow. You reap what you sow. Exactly. So it's the parents I'm mad at, not the children. Truly. I don't know why. And uh, y'all were getting whispers and getting footage pictures and some like video of the housewives uh, on their all-star vacation. Uh, the second, the second, the second season, which I'm already more excited yeah, for. Yeah, Vicky and Tamara and Dorinda Brandy. and Brandy. It's going to be, I just can't wait. So the more information well, okay. we get, the more we will we will share with you. I mean, I, I don't know if you saw that photo of all of them that's like circulating on the news, but it's all of them after they finish shooting and they all look like they had a bender of a weekend. Oh, God. Like, it's like <laughs> everyone looks exhausted to see. I think it was Tamara or Vicky posted a photo of her Brandy Glanville and Vicky. And they said the Trace Amigas, which means they've replaced Shannon for Brandy. LOL. Kills me. Which honestly is perfect. <laughs> but yes, I'm very excited for ultimate girls trip Two. rumor. Is it that Kyle, um, Luann and two others that are on ultimate girls trip season one, are going to be on Kelly Clarkson on the 13th, which means we're probably going to get a trailer oh, good. on or around October 13th. Okay, great. So we will keep everyone posted on that. 
Yeah. And again, next week, y'all, it will uh, the pod will be a daily again, and we will let you know why at the next pod. But yeah, we're going to be a daily again. Sorry. Sorry. It will be <laughs> my fault this time, not Matthew's yeah, fault. Yeah, so we're now we're even Steven. We're fine now. <laughs> well, it was great talking with you. Talking you Bravo. Too. Talking shop. Yeah, this is the only time we get to catch up now that we're so far apart. Yeah, it's so far apart, but you know, we'll see what happens. All right. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. If you guys aren't already, make sure you're subscribed wherever you're listening, whether that's SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iTunes, or Spotify. And if you're on social media, give us a follow. I know we say it all the time, but come next week, Instagrams will be happening. So make sure yes. you guys follow at H O T N B R A V O D. Maybe we'll have a little, maybe we'll have a little sneak preview on our Instagram about why we're going to be a day late. Yeah. So if you guys want to know the information before anyone else, shoot us a follow and you might see something on the story or the feed next Thursday. Great. All right. <laughs> well, thanks for listening. Thanks for, uh, you know, popping on Matthew. Oh, my gosh. Thank you, Eddie. I'll see you next week. I'll see you next week. Adios. Bye.